Welcome one, welcome all to the M60 Podcast. I am your host, John Waltz, and this is a new format episode type thing that I'm going to be trying out here for, oh, every once in a while. Just kind of uh, break up the routine a little bit if a story comes to mind that's in the news cycle that I think can we can talk about and... and um, contribute to our discussion on our ongoing discussion of masculinity and what we can draw from that particular story. And to me, the two top stories, aside from all of the election mumbo-jumbo, are the passing of two rather prominent celebrities within days of each other. I'm, of course, talking about Sean Connery and Alex Trebek. And the reason that those two names will forever be connected is that uh, we all know uh, the Saturday Night, Li- Saturday Night Live Celebrity Jeopardy sketches with uh, Will Ferrell's portrayal of Alex Trebek and Daryl Hammond's portrayal of Sean Connery in those sketches and those famous sketches that have gone down to be classics in the world of Saturday Night Live in the world of television. And, and I still quote and twist my own jokes and, and do my own bad impersonation of Daryl Hammond as Sean Connery. And it, it's interesting that those two figures have been so connected to each other through that. I don't know if they ever met in real per, in, in person. Last I heard, they had not met in person. And obviously, Sean Connery recently passed away uh, I think primarily due to complications of, of old age. Uh, I'm going to pull up the story here uh, when when he did pass, what he did pass away of, but I think it was, he was born in 1930 and passed away in 2020. So, I mean, he was 90 years old. So, I, you know, he, I, I, would, I would think he died of, of natural causes. And Alex Trebek actually died. He had, um, it wasn't a, I shouldn't, when I say it was a, a publicized battle with cancer, it was something that he was very transparent about. He did not do that to bring attention to himself, but he wanted to let his fans and let his, the Jeopardy audience know what, what he was going through. And I think he did it in a way that was very classy And when he, when he did publicize that, uh, that he was battling cancer, and obviously over this weekend he he passed away from complications due to that battle with cancer. So we can take a look at Sean Connery. He's most known for playing James Bond uh, in the 1960s. He was the first, I would say, film the the first pro- film portrayal of of James Bond. In the 1960s, my my father was a huge fan of Ian Fleming's novels, James Bond novels, and 
when that became uh, a film series for him, he was very, very into that. And uh, James Bond was, um, he, that fandom has been passed on to me. And, and I always thought, you know, when I think of James Bond, I think of, I think of Sean Connery. And then uh, I also think of Pierce Brosnan. I think those were, in my book, we can argue and bicker about those at a, at a later time, but the, in my mind, those were probably the two defining portrayals of James Bond for, for me. Um, and then Sean Connery also went on to play, and he had such a unique voice and such a unique uh, acting style that he went on to play in several different movies. And I'm trying to find his filmography here, but he was in Hunt for Red October. He was in The Rock. He was in Entrapment. Um, Frank Caliendo does a funny bit about him being the voice of Draco the Dragon in uh, in Dragonheart. Uh, he was uh, King Richard in uh, uh, um, Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves, and I believe he was also yeah he was also in First Night. Uh, he was in The League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. He had a lot of acting you know credits to um to his name and you know he when he's one of the iconic caricatures one of the iconic figures that we think of when we think of a, a man's man especially his portrayal of of James Bond and what can we what can we learn about uh, about masculinity through the eyes of of Sean Connery's characters that that he played, well, he he was always and this is a good thing. He was always typecast as someone who was noble, who was wise in his later years after Bond. The character, at least the characters that that I know him from, is especially is from my knowledge of, of Draco and Dragonheart and and his portrayal in First Night. He to me, he was always. He always had the characters of masculinity in his in the characters that he played that that you wanted to have. It, he was he was dashing, but he was also strong. And even though yeah, he was a bit of a jerk in in his portrayal, not him, but his portrayal of James Bond. He was a bit of a jerk because it was a different time. He was also a a protector, a provider and protector, as Coach Carlson said for for England in those in those storylines. So, what what can we what can we learn from he he was he he played us um, the sage type character the guide type characters later in in his life and I feel like those are the qualities that we should bring away from Sean Connery's acting uh, and and his portrayals of of these characters that he he was definitely cast as a person who he's definitely one of the people that you think of when you think of a, a man's man so you want to take those my my advice and encouragement and what I would would want you to do is to take away those good qualities that he had in those characters the the strong and the protecting qualities that he had in those portrayals and put those forward in into your life and then we turn over to the individual of Alex Trebek, who 
had a very long history in television, specifically with game shows over over 50 years, played different cameo parts as himself in several different series. And what, you know, what a legacy he left behind. And when you think of men's men, truly masculine figures, Alex Trebek isn't really one that comes to mind. But looking back on his life and seeing a few video tributes, and specifically I watched one from uh, Good Morning America on YouTube earlier today, and I didn't realize he had been in so many uh, cameos and bit parts in, in TVs and movies as, as himself. But what I also learned about him was that he was, and thinking back, we were, our, our family, we were huge fans of Wheel of Fortune and Jeopardy. I mean, that was, for a lot of people in America, that was our nightly routine. You know, we would uh, we would come home, dad would get home at about 5, 5.30, and we would all kind of settle in and, you know, make dinner and watch the uh, the local news at 6 and then watch the national news at 6.30. And then on the local uh, affiliate uh, NBC affiliate, we would watch uh, in the 7 o'clock time slot before the primetime shows came on. We would watch Wheel of Fortune at 7, and we would watch Jeopardy at 7.30, and, and that was... Uh, that was our night, and then we would get in, you know, if we were watching the primetime shows, whatever whatever night it was, you know, we would go on and watch that, or, you know, we would flip over to whatever sporting event we wanted to, to watch that night, and it was, uh, looking back on those times in my childhood, those were some, some of my most fond memories. We were, uh, was around that six o'clock to, to eight o'clock time slots where we would watch the news and I would talk with my dad about current events and then we would watch you know we would watch Jeopardy and and we would watch Wheel of Fortune but with Alex Trebek to, to my mind on as he was the host on Jeopardy he always he really really lived that credo that I talked to Stephanie Malloy about in episode number 12 that I had with was talking about with her and that he treated everyone every contestant on the show he treated them with dignity and then as they went on especially with some of these uh, multi-night winners and champions guys like Ken Jennings and and people like that he the he grew in admiration and in respect for them and even if someone was you know, even if someone finished in the negative going into Final Jeopardy, you know, he, you never really felt like he was going to berate them or there was any type of, you know, negative feelings coming from them because, and I'm sure he knew this too, it's quite an achievement to even be on an episode of Jeopardy. And he, uh, he was always, he was always someone who treated people with that dignity and with that respect when the longer that, that he got to know those people. One of the few men never really had any public scandals that, uh, that I had ever heard about. Uh, he did divorce his first wife, rather, and it was uh, an amicable, amicable divorce. Uh, there wasn't any ill feelings or, or anything along those lines, remarried and had the the same second wife right up until his death here a few days ago. Very, very charitable man, uh, very 
he he always treated again he treated people with with that dignity and that that respect and the one thing that he kind of touches on a few things that I've been trying to touch on in previous episodes here on this podcast is that Alex Trebek treated people with dignity but you had to earn his respect and Alex Trebek he wasn't just a nice guy he was a good man by all accounts everyone that knew him and everyone that ever interacted with him whether it was on one of the many game shows that he hosted or people that knew him in his personal life or even the people who the media that went to uh, to interview him or even in in his charitable work he used his prominence and his position to benefit others and he truly was a, a good man so I think the difference between if you want to see someone who truly is a good man and not just a nice guy you would look at the life of Alex Trebek if you want to see the good strong manly character characteristics that you want to take forward in your life look at a man like Sean Connery and the way he portrayed characters like James Bond that were he didn't put up with any crap but he was also a provider and protector for the people in his care and in, and in his charge in, in those movies. So this is the M60 Podcast, uh, M60 Podcast Minisode, as I like to call it. I'll be doing these periodically, as I said. If you want to contribute to the creation of this show, you can hit me up on Patreon or just shoot me an email and put sponsorship in the subject line and you can... Uh, we'll, we'll talk about any type of way that you want to sponsor this show. Big shout out to Scott Hassey and the Champions Playbook. Their 100th episode is dropping very, very soon. He just had a big signing day here in Franklin yesterday. So go and check out that podcast. That's the Champions Playbook podcast. And this is the M60 podcast episode, well, mini-sode number one. I'm John Walton. I will talk to you 